You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, brought to you locally by Smiley One Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing, Bryant, and Smiley One. The right choice for your comfort. It is always game day in Cleveland. The original, it's always, just so you know. Not to be confused with those other guys out there that just seem to be riding our coattails on the success of our podcast. I don't want to say that Buffalo and Kansas City have done that now, but I will. That's okay. It's good to be the original, like the original Coke, right, Daryl? Something like that. Something like that? You okay Something with it? like that. Just follow the leader. That's what I say. And so we're leader. We're going to rip out our rear mirror and look forward and ahead to what's coming up for the Browns after we've had one preseason game, uh, two preseason games, and now three preseason games. Uh, two of which they lost 21-20, including the game last night against the Chicago Bears where we got to see Jacoby Brissett, but he was still missing some parts of his offensive line. He was missing some parts of the first-team starters as well. So I, I just don't know how to look at it. Daryl, tell me, when I say Jacoby Brissett to you after last night's game, what do you think? Uh, I hope to God that's not what we're in store for for the next 11 games with him at quarterback because that was ugly. It, it was. I mean, it just it, it, it was terrible. Did not get a lot of help from the supporting cast. Um, as you mentioned, though, top two running backs were not uh, on the field. Uh, so maybe that impacts some things. Amari Cooper, the one guy who actually can catch a football on this team, was not on the field. Um, so uh, hopefully they'll get better results uh, next time out. But, yeah, I mean, th- that offense was just god-awful painful to watch. Uh, you had, uh, you know, six series with Jacoby Brissett, two uh, 10 play drives one ended in a, a, a missed uh, field goal another was uh, the long make uh, made from 57 missed from 58 
Um, and then the rest of it just pretty much was hot garbage. So um, hopefully that's not indicative of what we're going to have to suffer through because we suffered through that Saturday night. That 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 was pain and suffering watching that. Daryl, it just wasn't fun. I mean, that's no. the, especially the beginning of it. It was just like, I, you got to be kidding me. Is this really what we're going to see? And Kevin Stefanski said to Jim Donovan before the game on the pregame show on the network was like, look, the biggest thing I need to do is just have Jacoby be settled and relaxed with me in his headset so he can understand exactly what we were doing. That seemed to me like his primary goal last night was to have Jacoby be able to understand you know, what it's like to have Kevin in his head during a game and it, it, the execution didn't look good. But then again, I kept going back and forth going, all right, is it going to be this bad when the season starts? And it, it didn't instill a lot of confidence. You know, a guy had said going into last night's game was like, Jacoby just needed to be adequate. Right. And I think fans walk away from the game saying, I, I don't know that he was adequate. And Josh Dobbs goes out there and looks like a superstar against third and fourth teamers and guys just trying to make it. And I know what my phones are going to sound like tomorrow. Why isn't Josh Dobbs starting? Why are they not going out and getting Jimmy Garoppolo? Why, 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 why? When I just don't think you can put as much weight on that game as, as what I think fans want to. No, you can't. And, um, you know, Kevin Stefanski wanted to do the basics and they barely did the basics. And that is get, the, get the play called, get everyone lined up, snap the football. Um, they, they just, they got to stop putting Anthony Schwartz on the field. Like he's going to make the team. He shouldn't make the team. He should be cut. If Andrew Barry was a good GM and a confident GM, he would cut him. So what? Why um, won't they cut him? Why won't they cut him? They're not, they're not going to cut him because Andrew Barry picked him. That's why. I mean, GMs but... can cut their own guys after in year two. That just doesn't happen. So, um, so tell me you saw something in practice that we didn't see. No, he sucked in training camp too. Like that's my that, this is my whole point, Andy. Shouldn't be on the team. Not good enough to be on the team. But they don't have anything else at wide receiver. Like nobody else blew the doors off in training camp or the preseason at receiver, did they? No. So I mean, this is where they're at. Um, you know, there was talk about Dalen Baldwin. There was talk about you know Mike Harley Jr. But I, I don't know that that's those guys feel like practice squad guys to me. I don't know that I yeah, would. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 <laughs> Like they they do not have NFL caliber receivers outside of Amari Cooper. They don't. Like that's that that has become crystal clear to me in uh preseason and training camp. It's bad. Like it's Brian Robisky Mohammed Massaqua bad behind Amari Cooper. And that's on Andrew Barry. There's a lot being put on Donovan Peoples Jones, which didn't see a lot of him in the preseason, right? Correct. Didn't see a lot of him in training camp. Um, a lot's being put on David Bell, who's a third-round pick, a rookie. You know, I mean, that's where we're at. So, hopefully, Andrew Barry uh, scours the waiver wire or starts burning up the phones before uh, final cuts to see if he can maybe get um, – something, anything resembling an NFL caliber receiver, because if that's what Jacoby Brissett's going to have to throw to, it's going to be a long 11 weeks. It really, really is. And defending the Cleveland Browns is going to be real easy. Take Amari Cooper out, stack the box. 
problem solved. And you're going to see a ton of three and out and a cloud of dust. So unless uh, they're able, unless they're able to pass to uh, Njoku or they decide they want to start throwing to, to Hunt or Chubb. That's about it. But because that, look, here's the other thing. He catches the ball when it's thrown to him. Like, well, here, here's another option for you, too. What have you seen from him since being drafted to where you're confident that he's going to be that consistent playmaker? Can he what, make plays for you? Absolutely. And Joko we're talking about, right? Right. Okay, Can he do it on a consistent basis? Well, I don't know. Hope so. I mean, to his credit, you, you know, when, when you watch practice, um, I would argue he's one of the hardest working guys on the field before and, and after practice, but he's not been a consistent playmaker. That's why a lot of people, first thing that popped into people's heads when he got that contract extension is dude's overpaid. Um, I disagree with that because the market is what the market is for tight ends. And I will never begrudge a player for getting paid. Um, but the onus is going to be on him to elevate his game this year and basically catch everything that's thrown to him. Like they cannot afford to have any drops from David Njoku. They can't like their margin of error is offensively thinner than a sheet of paper. Like they cannot afford any mistakes on offense. Uh, no, no pre-snap penalties. Uh, you can't have drop passes. Um, Got to have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and those running backs carrying the load. Like that's going to be the formula here. Amari Cooper is going to have to catch everything that's thrown to him. David Njoku is going to have to catch everything that's thrown to him. Harrison Bryant can have to catch everything thrown in. Because again, it, it's a crapshoot. You throw it to anybody else on the field, other than the guys that just it's a crapshoot. It, it really is. And it just, I am not. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Optimistic about this offense at all when you talk about this receiver core. It, it, like I said, it is Mohamed Massaqua, Brian Robisky, bad behind Amari Cooper. Um, I, I have other questions, but I know we're going to talk about the offense and defense. We're going to split them up in the next two segments, too. I just the overall feel of the organization right now, like I ask you, who who is the face of the franchise right now? Normally it would be your quarterback. Is it Miles Garrett? Like I'm looking through the crowd and who do the fans think is the is the face of the franchise? Who's the driving force behind this? And, you know, what we saw and what I saw was Miles Garrett and Nick Chubb as far as the fans and their interaction, I guess, through jersey sales on what they want. But I, I don't know if you've, you know, I, I just, you can't have a running back or a defensive player be the face of the franchise. It's got to be your quarterback, and we don't have one for 11 weeks. I'm sorry. That's just the way I feel. Yeah. And facts. Uh, the guy they brought in, not allowed to play for 11 weeks, or actually 11 games, uh, by oh, weeks in there. So it's longer than that. Um it is, uh, you know, they, they need Miles Garrett to finish strong. You know, he tends to fade in December every year. Um, he puts up his numbers between September and the end of November, and then December comes, and for whatever reason, it fades for him. 
He doesn't finish. And I, and that's, I think what gets held against him when you talk about like player rankings and stuff like that. Um, they need, you know, they, they need miles Garrett to be as good in December and as productive in December and January as he is in September, October, uh, and November. But uh, to me, face of the franchise doesn't even matter. Like I, that's like the last thing on my mind. Um, well, who's leading I, the team? Who who I'm who just, do you trust as your leaders? I mean, I get it on Miles. You know, Nick is I well, love Nick Miles Chubb, but he's on a defense quiet, and it's Jacoby a, on offense. Yeah, I mean, Nick Nick Chubb just played Nick Chubb is not the guy to rally the locker room. Like he's not a rah rah no. guy. That's not his personality. And so you just it's not fair to expect that he's going to be that guy or to ask him to be that guy. Um, so it's Jacoby uh until Deshaun Watson is allowed to play football. That that's just the way it is. Miles Garrett defense. Um, everyone follows him, but um, yeah, it's it's definitely not Nick Chubb on offense because he is just give me the ball, let me get my yards, you know, just let me play. I'm a smart player. I'm going to do right. exactly what we need to do to win. I will do everything I can. Well, we always have Kate York, so we're good with that. Yeah, <laughs> he was kicking seventies. I mean, I got to tell you, Darren, it was awesome when he was kicking those seventy-yard field goals before the game kicked a 70 yard field. Well, goal. I mean, look, it, it, it appears that they have the kicker, right? Finally. Um, it, it took them 10 years post Phil Dawson to finally find a kicker. They've got it. Um, that's pretty clear. I, I, the only kicks he's missing are from 50 yards and back. So they, it's, Although he hit one yesterday. He hit a 53, right? But I, I no, he hit from 57, missed from 57. 58. But Sorry. my point is the only kicks that he has missed, be it practice or preseason games, have been beyond 50 yards. And those are those are crapshoot kicks, right? Th- those are well, they always are, especially in our place. Right. I mean, th- those are those are flip a coin kicks. Kicking and the 57 yarder that he hit, uh, that was going into the West End zone. It was right down the middle. Uh, it it was good by a good 15 yards. They'll, uh, the 58 yard he missed was going into the dog pound, which is the, the toughest end to kick in. Had plenty of distance on that. So, um, wait, which and, way the 70 yard in practice, which way was that to the west or to the east? Uh, west. It was the same as what we kicked the long field goal. Kicking west is easier in that stadium. Kicking toward the dog pound is the, the challenge. Um, so you feel good about that. And again, Kevin Stefanski's trying, trying stuff out there. I mean, think about how bad the offense was Saturday night. They had to go for it on a fourth and two to avoid a third straight three and out to start the game. Like, thank God they converted that just so that they could move an additional 20 yards to get in position to kick that 58-yard field goal. That's how bad it was offensively. Um, So... I mean, look, I mean, this is the re- the challenge for Kevin Stefanski is going to be to win with what he's given to work with. And so I don't know how you get Amari Cooper open when you don't have anyone, any other threat in your receiving core. Um, I don't know how you, other than Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, just bulldozing guys how you're going to create those running lanes when teams are just going to stack the box like they did last year. Because, frankly, the passing game is not a threat, Andy. It's not a threat. It really isn't. 
And it's going to be real interesting to see how Kevin Stefanski attacks this and schemes things up so that they can create some mismatches and they can create some opportunities for their key playmakers. And that, of course, you know, David Njoku, Hunt, Chubb, and Amari Cooper. Like, those four guys. Find a way to get them the ball in space to where they can create and make some plays. That's going to be Kevin Stefanski's charge. All right, let's look through it. We're going to go through the roster here. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, just subscribe to the podcast. Um, otherwise, if you want to be a part of the show, and we love having you be a part of the show, at game day CLE, at game day CLE. Uh, that's on Instagram and Twitter. More coming up after this. It's always game day in Cleveland.